Hello, and welcome to the Parents Plus Podcast, where we help parents become better parents one episode at a time. This is Mandy, along with my co-host, Roland, and our goal today is to be real as we chat about the real issues parents face nowadays. Our hope is that our combined life experiences of 40-plus years of parenting and 40-plus years of ministry will show that you're not alone, that there's hope, and that you can become a better parent one episode at a time. So as we look at our topics, each episode we're going to have basically parents plus fill in the gap equals an outcome that we're aiming for. And today's episode is going to be parents plus realistic expectations equal confidence. And our first area, if we're really going to be real about it, is going to be the fact that parenting is messy and we know it's not going to be perfect. So Mandy, when you think of parenting being messy, what does that look like? Well, realistic expectations are that Kids are messy, families are messy, and definitely parenting is messy. You know, our culture nowadays and social media, they show us and tell us one thing, and, you know, we're being compared to other parents, or we compare ourselves. You know, it's just a human, natural instinct for us to do that, and we do that as moms. We don't have to be that Instagram mom or that Instagram dad, because that a lot of times is really not real. Uh, You know, kids don't need perfect parents, and it's okay that they're messy, that we're messy. You know, they just, uh, we don't have to be perfect for them to turn out great, uh, because we are going to make mistakes, and uh, we just need to be there, consistent, showing up, and uh, just developing those relationships. Yeah, I tend to think about, like, in in the in the way that kids we want to be loved right so it's it's spelled in t-i-m-e in time mm-hmm. but sometimes as parents we get fixated on so many different things and it's like well i need to achieve this i need to be the best at that and 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 it's one of those things like for guys it's you know james bond is you know a very popular character but he's a character that can do everything he can shoot do parkour do a bunch of different things and for us it's interesting as parents is in our culture society it's like you can have it all you can do all these things but at some point you're going to drop the ball somewhere and it's going to be messy versus what does it really look like, you know? And so with the messiness of being a parent and then we look at our real life, it's like life is fluid and is always changing. And so when it comes to our kids, are they always changing also? Right? Oh yeah. Just, I mean, you think about physically, emotionally, intellectually, socially, uh, they come into this world. We all do as an infant, they go through those toddler stages, then they move into the pre-K stages, onto elementary, junior high, high school, graduation, and even young adulthood. So, you know, we can see those physical changes a lot of the time, but even within the fluid are the emotional changes, and that happens in parenting as well. Yeah, because it changes for us as parents, right? But then for our kids, it's like, they're born and we're so excited and then we're like i can't wait till they crawl or they walk well then it's like you discover well now they're crawling now they're getting into everything so now we got to bolt down everything they can run well now they can run from us and then at some point we were like gosh i wish they could talk and then they could talk and then when they talk back it's like why do you talk so much because they're calling your name all the time right so so if that's the part that's changing and as kids change it's kind of understanding kind of like okay realistically, they're going to change. Let's accept and appreciate the season that we're in and appreciate it versus trying to move on to another one. But at the same time, too, it's understanding that 
sometimes what we're doing in that season is not really working for us. So what does that, so Mandy, for you, what does that look like when it comes to, hey, it might not be working. Is it okay to be honest with yourself and just accept it? And then what do you do with that? Uh, You definitely need to always be looking at your parenting styles. Um, And especially if you are co-parenting with someone else, you know, we've got single parents and then we've got co-parents and then there's even some places where even we've got the, the next, you know, the older generations of even parenting grandchildren as well nowadays. But uh, to be real is that, you know, your parenting style can change depending upon the seasons that your kids are in. You know, I remember times where truly I literally was flying by the seat of my pants mm-hmm. and other times, you know, were a little bit more planned than there were times that were chaotic. Um, so it's going to be a little bit different for each one of us, just depending upon our parenting circumstances. And then also, especially if you have multiple kids, their personalities as well as how you will parent. So it's, again, you're not going to be perfect in it. And I was talking to uh, a dad yesterday who has three young children, and he was telling me, you know, sometimes my wife and I, we just do something. We don't know if it's right or wrong. And I think the reassurance is, is, is that just over time, like you said, you know, time equals love equals a relationship. And I just encouraged him just to keep doing what they feel is right in that moment. But it's when things aren't going well that you really need to take a look at it, be real, have those conversations and uh, you know, adjust, pivot. Yeah, because yeah, for some people, it's they're just surviving. I think yes. that's been the thing yes. in, over the last five years is talking about people that are like, I'm, if I could just make it through today. But my question tends to be for some of them as we're ha- navigating through conversations, it's, is that working for you? Right. And if you're listening right now and it's kind of like, okay, if you're just surviving, is that working for you? Now, here's the thing is this is where the confidence comes in is that the fact that if it's not working for you, if, if you're the type of personality that just kind of flies by the seat of your pants and you're kind of like, well, wherever the waves take us, we need to remember as parents, we're there to guide and shepherd. If you're, if you're a Christ follower, or even if you know, like we're leading households and as we're leading households, we're, we're helping shape and grow our children in order to prepare them for adulthood. But then also too, you have these moments where it's like, hey, if we're just kind of going with the flow and then our kids start going with it and we have expectations, which we're going to talk about in another episode about our expectations for our kids, is if we have those expectations of what they should be doing, why is it that we don't have those expectations for ourselves? And that's where it gets even messier. But where our confidence comes in is just starting off with, sometimes we just need to acknowledge the fact that like in a day and going from day to day, we just need a safe space. And so Mandy... When we're talking about safe spaces, we're not talking about the college and university stuff from years ago, but we're talking about as a mom and even as dads, have you ever had a safe space in your house and what did that look like? Well, um, you were just recently sharing something with me that kind of, I never even thought of it, was a safe space. You said that there were a couple moms you knew that 
share about that. Okay, so so talking to ladies over the last few weeks and just like, okay, hey, has there ever been a place where you can just do this? And it's funny because if you've ever seen the movie The War Room, there's a mom that goes into a closet and is like eating snacks and she's just trying to just take a moment for herself, right? And so these ladies, as I've gone around asking different moms, they're like, yeah. And I even found out yesterday my mom had like different safe spaces in her house because she's raising two very you know, physical wrestling, play sports, roughhouse boys. And so at times she's like, yeah, I needed to go to my room and go to my closet and grab my like snack, like my little snack thing and just like, just take a breath. Take a breath. And then talking to dads has been fun because like, like one of one guy was like, hey, I go to this barbecue place. I pull up and, you know, cause he's, you know, at work, but he's like, but I need that moment before, you know, before he kind of moves on to the next thing and just like, okay, I'm going to eat my, my barbecue sandwich. I'm going to drink a soda while I'm sitting there and I'm just going to take a breath. And I didn't even realize it that I've even done it before because it's like, hey, put on Bluey for the kids when they were little. You know, I've got two middle schoolers and an elementary schooler, but but do that. And it's like, hey, I'm just going to, I'm right here. I'm going to the kitchen and I'm just going to put something in my earbud, put an earbud in, listen to something and just like, take a breath, drink a cup of coffee, whatever it may be, because we need that for our own sanity. So if you don't have a safe space and you're like, my kids are little, there's a point where you can be realistic and like, okay, I'm going to block off five minutes or my kid's down for a nap and I'm just going to, instead of doing laundry, instead of doing 25 different things, I'm just going to take a breath and take a moment, maybe read a passage of scripture, pray, whatever it is you need to do to be able to just move forward throughout the day. We kind of need that. Yeah, I love that tip. I wish I would have had that one or I had a girlfriend or somebody tell me that when I was a young mom, I could have definitely used the closet with, you know, like a good piece of dark chocolate candy. That would have been awesome. I did, I do remember times uh, when my kids were young where I tell my husband, hey, I just need to go for a few minutes and I'd, I'd go up to our bathroom. I'd lock the door, run my bubble bath and just, you know, soak yeah. for a few minutes. Sometimes I'd have those little fingers, you know, sliding underneath the, I'd see all these little fingers underneath the door. But um, that will just kind of give you a, a chance to reset. Now in a different season of my life, being an empty nester, mine is just to go out on my back patio and or take a walk Um, those become my safe spaces so we all need that time and it's okay to get away and i think what that does is just give you gives you a mind to reset to just kind of have fresh eyes at whatever it is that you're doing whether it's in a really hectic chaotic time or just in the rhythms of your week And what a great thing that we can pass on to our children is to put those things in words, you know, like, hey, it's okay. Why don't you go over to your little safe space? And instead of a timeout, you know, before the timeout has to happen, that might prevent that. But to verbalize that and have whatever your language is for your family of it's okay for mom, dad, you know, brother, sister, whoever, to have those safe space timeouts. I think it makes us better people in yeah. the long run. Correct. Because like for us, it's it's been that part of like, we don't call them safe spaces with the kids because, um, but like for us in this podcast, we do, but it's really like for them, it's like, hey, we're just taking a break. Yeah. 
And the reason why we're saying safe space is so that we, you already know you have a designated spot. Like this is my thing. This is where I go. This is where I can un- unpack or just rest or just take a moment to myself. But I think the other thing too is as you have that space and it helps that kind of builds your confidence because like, okay, I can get through the day. We need to get through dinner. We need to get through the next thing. We need to get to sports. You're able to do that. And then from there, the other confidence booster that we need is really solid footing. Mm-hmm. Everyone is different. Life is fluid and it's ever changing, but it's like, okay, what are the things like every human being needs? What is this one thing that I need in order to feel secure, in order to feel like, okay, everything's going to be okay. If everything else is messy, what is that one thing that you need in order to feel like, okay, I've, I've got solid footing, right? Is it, is it that, is it your relationship with Christ? Is it that you need to make sure all your bills are taken care of? You know that they're going to get paid and taken care of. Is it that you need to make sure that lunches are packed the night before, you know, is it part of part of your planning? Is it how you strategize through stuff? Because for a lot of us, it's, it's okay, what do we need in order to do that? So at our household, it's, we need to have a plan, we need to make sure we're all on the same page on our calendar. And when we're not, it feels like life is chaotic mm-hmm. and messy. And though even though we stick with the calendar, life can happen, we know that there's there's stuff that comes up. But we know that there's something that we can move on to. So what do you tend to need for solid footing? Well, it when we were talking about this the other day, you kind of asked me what were those, you know, consistencies kind mm-hmm. of like the solid footing, or I can also call them kind of non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. And I, looking back, because it's been a while since our kids were young, but as I reflected on it and we talked about it, I think it was that we were always there for each other. We showed up. We did things together. You know, if if our son was having something or our daughter or even my husband or I, it's that we were there to support and encourage each other. And I still see that now. This past Sunday at our air show, we were all there together. Mm-hmm. You know, even though we don't live under the same household still, we still come back together. We still like do game nights together. And those things have continued even as our home has become an empty nester, but yet we continue on as a family unit. So um, I can't say it was super intentional that, you know, my husband and I sat down and said this, this, and this. I know there were some other things because we did have busy schedules, but we did, church was a priority for us. We, that was before I was on staff here, you know, so we did go to church as a family. We did that as a family. We would serve together. So, yeah. yeah. Cause like for us, it was the, uh, having boundaries, like no activities past seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Like now kids are in middle school, it's changing, but we have the one-offs like a, a play, something for band or whatever. But when they were little, we were like, no activities past 7.30 cuz we we knew that they needed consistency and that consistency was going to help us with solid footing which is which is really helps with your planning mm-hmm. and so as we're transitioning the other the the third piece it's like okay you have a safe space you have your solid footing and you're figuring out okay this is what we need in our household it was a plan and so if we had our plan and we were organized it's like okay our boundaries are we're not doing anything like no sports or activities on Sunday. Some people disagree with me on that one, but that was our line in the sand. Every household is different, but that was ours. No activities on Sunday. We church church on Sunday. Family time is on Sunday. That's what happens on Sunday. 
7.30 p.m., no activities when they were little because we were like, they go to bed at, at that time. They were small enough where they had t-ball or they had, you know, people like, hey, sign up for this soccer thing or do this or do that. And I'm like, cool, if it was on a Saturday morning, fine. But if it was going to be, oh, they have a game at 9 o'clock at night, no, we're not doing that because yeah. it's like I know if my kids did not go to sleep on a, on a regular basis, on a regular schedule – they were a train wreck the next day, and we were all paying for it, whether it was their teachers, people they interacted with, us trying to get them up ready, and then especially when we picked them up after school. So we're going to abuse all these people because we had this erratic schedule, but instead, because we put those things in place, they're still now on a regular rhythm, and then now we've just adjusted by their age on the time that they're up for. Yeah, I think it's just really important just to do – what is best for your family. Um, You know, what I did as a parent, what you did as a parent, it's not always going to flow with everybody else. But the biggest thing to have confidence is if you see it's not working, there is some chaos within your family and or the kids are grumpy or I'm not being you know, as positive or good role model or whatever it might be, that's when you need to change something and communicate with your spouse about what is it that we need to change. If we are saying this is our priority, you know, priority as Mm -hmm. a couple or as a single mom, as a dad, whatever it is, then you need to make some changes and make it happen. Yeah. So, so kind of as we're wrapping up today, it's like, okay, for being realistic with our expectations, we know that it's going to be messy. Life is fluid and always changing. Basically, our mojo of parenting may or not be working, so we need to be realistic and honest about it. But then the confidence builders are really just, do you have a place, a safe space in order to kind of like decompress during the day or at times where you need to? You, what's the solid footing that we need? Address that. Figure it out. Okay, these are the things that I need, right? So if you're married or or you're co-parenting or however it may be trying to figure out okay i I, at minimum i need this in order to to feel Mm -hmm. safe and secure and to feel like we're we're tracking okay with our kids and what do the kids need also have a plan and then our next step that we're going to end with is is really something that a motivational speaker named brian tracy did and really it's what is the goal right so if you set a goal then it's like for me it's like okay my goal as i work through this activity was was really saying, okay, my goal is my goal is I want to be a better dad. So then the thing is, is you get that goal, you write it down on a piece of paper. So if you need to pause it and go find a piece of paper and a pen, you can do that. But really what I did is I also did this with coaches within the area of where we live and with an entire football team, and it has paid dividends on doing this with them. And so it's have the goal form it into a question. What does it take? What would I need to do in order to become a better dad? And then you basically write one through 20 and you're going to answer yourself with that question. Okay. What does it take in order for me to be a better dad or mom or whatever it may be that you're going to write down? And then you're just answering them. Mm -hmm. Now, the funny part is, is one to five is fairly easy. Five to 10 is a little bit more difficult. 10 to 20, you really have to sit through and think through. Yeah. But what ends up happening is as you look through it, as you read through it, it helps you kind of form this larger piece of a plan. And that's what I realized whenever I worked through mine and with other guys that have worked through it, they're like, oh, we now have a plan from the answers that I wrote. And so then that now they're kind of working on it. And so that's the that's really the next step we're going to encourage you all to do is, is to work out that plan. 
What is the goal that you're trying to achieve when you're in your household when it comes to your parenting to build your confidence and then ask it in a question in the form of a question and then you're going to answer it with 20. And that's kind of it's kind of it right there Mandy with that is for the next step is that part of it. So well, I think mine, I mean, I'm in a different season of life, but I do encourage you guys as moms and dads to, like Roland said, you know, write down what that goal is, that goal question, and figure out what those answers are. It's only going to help you become a better parent. So as we wrap up here, we just really want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Parents Plus. And follow us and be sure to even share it with your friends and join us in two weeks. I think that's when we'll be back, right, Roland? Every two weeks. Two weeks for our next episode. God bless you and your family. Have a great day.